one. Welcome to episode 11 of x Interact. I'm Sam. I'm here with Ark, Gaff, and hey. Polar. Oh, shit. I forgot you guys were going to say hi. That's cool. Uh, Hello, I'm Ark. Polar here. There you go. Uh, I'm Gaff. Yeah, nice to see everybody today, or Great. talk to everybody today. Uh, so yeah, this is episode 11. Um, make sure, if you're listening, to follow us on our Twitter at interact x2 that is at interact the letter x t o we're trying to and know that, that we easier, are searching for this person on the internet that had stole our at but whatever um today we are going to do some news as we always do we're going to do our main topic which this week is our favorite e3 memories with e3 coming up in the next week slash next week and then we will finish off with uh, our weekly segment of Game Pass or Play uh, with this week's game of Donut County. So, without further ado, let's get into the news. This week, we started a new format for the news. We are now going to be each picking one story each that uh, we put in our doc and that we will each talk about. So that way we are not doing too much news and trying to keep the episodes a little shorter and not two and a half hours long or whatever it was last week. Um, Almost two hours, yeah. So let's get over to our first news story. And this week that is brought to you by the one, the only Ark. Yep. Okay, so the news story I picked today was... uh... The news that we got last week that uh, God of War being delayed to 2022, but also coming to PS4, and I guess that also applies to a Gran Turismo 7. I don't know if you guys care about that game, but I guess I just I'll just throw those two together since they're like kind of relevant. So, I mean, it's not really a surprise that God of War got delayed. Like, did anyone uh, did anyone here really expect it coming out this year? Mark, I was I was shocked. My jaw dropped to the floor. Wait, it's not coming out this year. <laughs> Oh, uh, unfortunately, you know. Oh, you're joking, shocker. dude. Oh, my God. I gotta change around some things. What the... What is so yeah, you know, time what, what, is, what are they doing at Sony Santa Monica? Like, you I know, know right? get it together, man. To yeah, a geez. masterpiece <laughs> game, and they, they, they've taken over a year to get another one. A yeah, lot of yeah. She delayed the game long. God. Oh, my God. That's what, that was... Uh, oh, my God. That was awful. That was yeah, terrible. Dude, that was bad. No, but in all seriousness, yeah. no. No, I don't think anyone was surprised. Everyone was kind of being like, there's no way. That's such a quick turnaround time for that. Yeah. Like, we didn't see any gameplay or anything, so I wasn't really expecting it for this year. But, uh... So, I, I don't have a problem with it being delayed, nor uh, it releasing on PS4. So, before I go ahead, like, how do you guys feel about it going on PS4 real quick? I'm a little disappointed, if I'm being honest. I'm a little disappointed because that means it probably won't take too much advantage of the dual sense, which is like my main thing. Cause I'm not, I, I'm not like big into like graphics. Like, yeah, I like a beautiful game and everything. Um, so I'm not worried about that being held back or whatever, but I'm more worried about the dual sense. I hope it still will have some things that are, you know, only with the PS five, but um, and I'm sure it will, but I feel like it's still probably going to hold it back a little bit. Um, but I'm still excited for it, so. 
Yeah, how about you, uh, Polar and Jeff? I'll let you go, Jeff. Polar, you go first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I must insist. Just kidding. Um, I do think, like... I think this was a, meant to be a PS4 game. The whole time. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that is kind of disappointing in the sense that it's not going to innovate as much as possible with, like, the new tech. Uh, just because they... Obviously, they're probably going to have a new engine with, with the coming... Maybe with their coming project, but... Um, it's going to definitely take advantage of, like, the quick loading speeds. Uh, I mean, if... They were recording off the PS5 version, correct? Recording what? Like, the, the gameplay that we saw not too long ago. The God of War? We haven't we seen it. No, 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 um, Horizon? Horizon? Sorry, for, like, Horizon, and that's what I was trying to oh. say. Is like yeah. A comparable uh, comparison is Horizon. Sorry, I... I buried the lead there, but like uh, it was PS5. Yeah, but I feel like these these two games were designed for PS4, and all, always designed to be uh, bridging the gap in my mind. So b- because, and I mean, you always have those games where it's like I don't know what was it like Shadow of Mordor uh, was like the 360 version was just not great and hope i'm pretty sure it's not going to turn out like that but you have those games where they are cross-generation and the the next gen version actually does look like next gen but it doesn't take advantage of some of like the the ai advancements and the controller stuff like you were saying so i'm not a big playstation person in general but i do feel like it is kind of a bummer to see like not quite there yet right that that's the kind of goes back to my argument about like hey convince me on next gen we're kind of not there yet okay i guess it's slightly i I agree with you it is it's only a very very slight bummer um because the game is probably going to kick ass no matter what Uh, and of course everyone's going to understand the state of the world because there are so many PS4s out there, why the hell would they not put the game on PS4? Because putting a game that's on PS5 that it does not make the most business sense. Um, which actually, like, I wonder what makes Ratchet and Clank so special. How come it's bizarre that it is the only game that is PS5 exclusive? It's not Fallen the only 4? one. Returnal is. Oh, okay. Okay. And only larger, like heavily and Demon Souls, one, right? Like, but that's oh, like a okay, mainstay. Okay. Yeah, I guess Demon Souls too. Um, do you think though? I think, like I said, that these were these were planned ahead of time with PS4 in mind. Yeah, that I agree with. I'm pretty sure, like, they probably were. Like, I don't know, like, how long after they after God of War they started development, but it had to be like pretty soon afterwards and I'd assume they, they started development on uh, for both Horizon and God of War they started development on PS4 dev kits, you know? And then um I'm guessing they're just gonna add all the bells and whistles to the PS five version. Um And God of War will look amazing regardless, you know? Yeah. Like we haven't seen anything yeah. about it yet, but I, I, I mean, it's gonna look the, great, you know. The game in two thousand eighteen looked amazing. So. <laughs> it yeah. made my PlayStation yeah. melt basically. Yeah. Mine's too. But, uh, 
Yeah, I don't have I don't really have a problem with the, with the games being cross gen. Like the more people who get to play the games, the better. Um, I do agree a little bit with Sam saying like it's you're not it's gonna be a little bummer that's not gonna take advantage of like the the PS5 hardware because I believe right I think the Horizon devs back when Zero Dawn came out they said they couldn't add a flying mouse because of the PS4's like uh, like just the specs in the PS4 at the time didn't allow them to do it. So I'm just gonna assume we're not gonna see that in Forbidden West either. So it, there is like a downside to having a cross-gen generation stuff, you know, because you can't add all the features and anything like that. But I, I kind of want to call out Jim Ryan for his fucking bullshit. I'm just gonna right. be real we, here. I think that's the big takeaway, right? Yeah. So back when, like, before the Xbox and the PS5 launched, like Microsoft said they're gonna support the Xbox One for like at least two more years with cross-generational titles. And they got they got so much heat for that. And then right after that, Jim Ryan and PlayStation put out a statement saying, like, oh, yeah, we believe in generations. We're going to support the PS5 to our fullest, you know? And then now here they are with a whole bunch of cross-generation titles coming out that they didn't tell us beforehand. And I'm not seeing that much backlash online, to be honest. And well, and they, they don't want to tell you. Even when they show the games in their uh, state of plays, they have, like, the text... Um, in very very tiny letters, and sometimes they don't they file don't say that at all, and they have to read some blog posts after the fact yeah. to find out that it's not PS5 exclusive. So yeah, we we are we knew Horizon for a while. Yeah, Horizon we didn't know, but yeah, he didn't. The thing with the God of War thing is, I can see when he said that maybe they weren't planning for God of War to be on the PS4, but since. The world's so fucked up, and you can't get a PS5, and so hard to get a PS5. They might have decided to go with the PS4 and version. The only reason I would disagree with that, Sam, is because I feel like he would be the kind of person to plan out and plot out the sequel before the first game had shipped. If that makes sense, like the writers had to have had a plan for a sequel, given how the first game ended. And so you gotta imagine that the work was being done for the second game before the first one had like uh, been done, polished up, done and polished up and gotten gold. You know, um, so I, I I do think that you do have a good point there, but I don't think it really makes sense on the hey, let's design something only for PS Five when everyone's trying to ad- adopt it, right? Like, so you're right and. You're like half right and half wrong, right? Like where I think the it's good that they're doing it for PS4, but I don't think that they had to change their mind to make it for PS4, if that makes sense. And I, I still, I completely agree that Jim Ryan could have fucking like communicated a little bit better about how it's all going to work. And like they hid that, even when they hid the fact that uh, Spider Man Miles Morales was gonna be like cross gen. That was oh, not like, handled well. Yeah, that, that was entire presentation terrible. was really weird because, <laughs> like, they announced the pre orders on that day. That whole pre order situation was was so weird. And then that same conference, like, they announced like uh, Spider Man and Demon Souls were coming, but they didn't say there were launch titles in the announcement. They put it in a blog post right after the announcement. That was so weird. Their marketing has not been the best. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I want to 
Gran Turismo is a weird one too, because there was a screenshot of a, in a trailer saying that it was PS5 exclusive, and now I think this, there was a story saying that it recently just became a PS4 title as well. Like that wasn't their plan. That one I could believe. Yeah, I think that lends more credit to what Sam said. Yeah. So you want I, that to get into, into as many possible hands, because everyone's gonna okay. buy God of War, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Gran Turismo is a little, a lot more niche than that, I think. So, but usually racing games like the like the games that like usually like show off the hardware, you know, like right. wouldn't it be nice to like have it show off like how how powerful the PS Five is? And you would I also just want to call out that Gran Turismo Six um, came out back in 2013. This this studio takes a long time to put out games, so. I, I kind of I find it kind of weird that they're also gonna be putting a PS4 version out when they haven't even when when they had the foresight uh, to make this thing PS5 exclusive and then change their mind. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I feel like they're I don't I don't know how that's gonna uh, work out because they take a while to make. Yeah, that seems like a convenient you know? press beat to me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, By the way, I, I, I what do you think? Oh, sorry. I, I was gonna say, uh, shout out to the Mazda GT3 concept in the Gran Turismo trailer. That's it. <laughs> I know. Like earlier, you guys were talking about that uh, they wanted to make sure the transition was really smooth about from PS4 to PS5, but I forget where exactly the story was at. But apparently, like the PS5 has already sold more than the PS4 has in the same amount of time. And then, oh. and but back then, yes, yeah, so I don't. I can't remember where that exact story is at, but. Even back then, like, Sony was fully on board of the PS4, you know? Right. I'm pretty sure The Last of Us, like, was their last PS3 game, and they didn't do anything cross-gen after that. They they made exclusively PS4. Maybe you can argue The Last oh, of Us Remastered is something like that, but... Yeah, as far as... We had, like... Yeah, we had, like, Killzone. Out. We had, uh... Infamous Second Son already out. were split for PS3 to PS4, now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was mostly third party devs. First party was like on board with PS4 already. So they I find it kind of about the the PS3 basically. Yeah. So like like for me it's like this back and forth of like I'm glad it's also on PS4. All these games are on PS4, but like at the same time like but you guys got rid of the PS3 so quickly, why aren't you doing that now? They believe in generations. That's just by taking this Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm not trusting anything Jim Ryan says says at this point. Right. Uh, you know, just Sony needs to get their shit together. They need the... They need the major Nelsons of their company, right? Yeah, and I feel like they were good with that like back in the day, but now it's just like all these suits that really don't know what we want. Like I remember Jim Ryan saying that people didn't have a problem with the PS5 storage, and I'm just like, really? People don't have problems with that? Oh, no. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, like, what's the, what is it like? Eight hundred twenty-five, and then less of that because like the OS takes up a certain amount. Yeah. It's like there's like no storage in the PS5 to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of, kind of low. Yeah. You just like uninstall and then install something else, then Sam. Yeah, because I I I'm the type of person that really only plays a few games at a time. So like. I don't know. I never need that many games on my PlayStation at one time, especially because I also play 
games on PC and Switch. Yeah. So yeah. kind of have several platforms. So, like, I, I don't know. I've never... I, there's been a couple times on my PlayStation 4 that I, like, was like, oh, I got to delete this game that I don't really want to delete, but it's whatever. Yeah, I had to get rid of Call of Duty installed because that took up a lot of space, too. Even then, yeah, I have, like, like... Uh, I have, like, a couple of smaller games, too, and it's, like, working out fine. But, like, whenever there's, like, a big game coming out, it's going to take up a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure... Like, for example, right now, Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake Integrate is coming out, like, this week. And uh, for some weird reason for, like, how they handle save transfers on PS5, you have to download the PS4 version to upload your save to the PS5 version. And it's, like, so much... So, basically, you have to download both versions in order to transfer one save data. And it's so much work, and it takes up a lot of space, and it's really annoying. Same thing with Avengers. For some reason... Yeah, that, that's just like a Sony thing, you know, like how they handled the cross-generation stuff compared to Microsoft, you know? Uh, to own an Xbox, that's going have everything topic. be so easy. I do like the <laughs> smart delivery, you know? It just works. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, well, enough on how Jim Ryan and sucks at communication and... <laughs> Oh, God of War is delayed. Our next story is brought to you by Gath. So, last week, um, we got our E3 schedule, and, you some know, some companies... Sorry, Ark, do you want to say something? No, some of it, because apparently, like, some companies are still holding out in their times, you know? Let's go, E3, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but prior to this schedule, we got a couple of companies saying... Your dates, but now we have. I think we have a pretty good structure for how E3 is going to go. So Saturday, June twelfth is when it kicks off with Ubisoft and Gearbox Entertainment. And I sw- I want to take this news story, and I, I w- I'm using this because I know we already did our E3 predictions, but a bunch of smaller stories have come out now that these companies have said when they're going to present. For example. They've a bunch of them have said what's not going to be at E3. For example, for Ubisoft, they said today that the division will not be at E3. They've also said that uh, Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia, will not be at E3, which is that I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> they need to work on uh, that. And I can guarantee you. That Beyond Good and Evil 2 will not be 83. And Skull and Bones. <laughs> Wait, what, did they say be. that Beyond Good and Evil is not going to be 83? No, they did not. I'm just, I'm, oh, okay. I'm placing my, my extra prediction. To be fair, here. do we expect it to be there? Can Can they just, like, either release know. that damn game or cancel it? Can they say something about it? Right, or say something about it so we know it's still, like, breathing. <laughs> they have it in the retirement home right now, and it's on vitamins, you know. You know, it's doing well enough, but we don't ever visit it, so. So, what will probably, the realistic predictions for what will be at Ubisoft is probably going to be Rainbow Six Extraction, which we found out the name of, like, today, I guess. I could make um, a bad pun for that one, but you don't want that. No, go for it. They really extracted that. Extracted out of there. 
sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, um, that was really bad. I hope you liked it. <laughs> um, I could probably bet that Just Dance will be at Ubisoft Forward. Always, and, man. And maybe something to do with Splinter Cell with that IP, but not in an actual Splinter Cell game. You know what I mean. Did you, did you guys hear the rumor that came out today about like that Ubisoft multiplayer game that's going to Something to do with Splinter Cell. It was on that Games was Daily that. today. I wasn't 100 uh, sure what that is. Yeah, they're gonna take elements of Splinter Cell and like some other games that they have. All of the new... Tom Clancy properties meshed up in a multiplayer objective-based online thing that's ongoing and it will never end, and we'll never see an actual Splinter Cell game. And Etsy auditories in it. And you can dab. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> then on Sunday, June thirteenth, we got the first of the big three: Microsoft and Bethesda Game Showcase. Um, but a bunch of rumors. Uh, nothing, nothing concrete, uh, and they haven't said anything that def- definitely will not be at at their E three showcase. So, tons of speculation to go on there. Um, we got Square Enix, and I have. I don't think they, they've been pretty quiet too. I have no idea what they're going to show or not going to show. Uh, they had um, a thing earlier in the week saying like uh, what they were showing. I think it was um, some more Life is Strange, Idos Montreal's new game, which is rumored to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And then, oh really? That I, be I forgot what the last one was. I think um, I think it was Avengers. I can't. I don't remember exactly what like the last. They're going to have a. And then, uh, and they said like they had more like some surprises too. Yeah. Guardians of the uh, Galaxy could be cool. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then, here's my most disappointing piece of news: the W game. Sorry, W games. Uh, portion of E3. <sighs> They're only gonna show Back for Blood. Um, I'm the fuck on. Is that seriously? What? It's it's just back for blood. The fuck. Yeah. No Harry Potter. Nah, no. No DC whatsoever. It's the nope. fandom, man. Bad they're gonna man. they're gonna push it all to fandom. But oh, I forgot about fandom. Fan, fine. The fandom, and then yeah, no Harry Potter is unfortunate because it was supposed to come out this year too, and that game is. Uh poison for for them right now so well i think there goes one of my predictions actually yeah someone had harry potter i'm looking at the right oh i had a prediction that it would be canceled <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did i'm looking at it right now well so. i mean you might not be wrong still that was my warthog one wasn't it yeah that was my fucking warthog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How can they show just back for blood though? A game that they already had a beta for, and that tons of people have already yeah. played. What else do they have to show? It's a safe bet, man. They're gonna do it, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, here's the open beta again. Get in there and try it, and be excited for October." And then on Monday, June fourteenth, um, we got a whole slew of things: indie devs, Razer. Take Two Interactive and Capcom. Um, then Tuesday, June fifteenth, as usual, Nintendo ends it with their Nintendo Direct and uh, Treehouse Live. Still no Switch Pro announcement, by the way. 
<laughs> been waiting on that since since last week. And this oh, and they said this direct will only be focused on software. So there's only one place that they will not announce the Switch Pro, and it's at E3. And if they don't announce the Switch Pro before E3, I'm gonna be very sad. Yeah, at this point, I think they're just gonna announce it after E3, like they did with like the new 3DS, and I think the Switch Lite too. They did that before. Uh, Maybe sometime in July. I was so hoping those rumors were true for both for E3, but now I'm just like, okay, well, that's not happening. Hey, that's there's still time. Yeah, it's on E3. Yeah, yet. but that 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 clock is counting down. You know, maybe, we don't maybe, got much uh, time left. Maybe somehow uh, Jeff Keeley got it for fucking his thing on June 10th. What a power play! That'd be hilarious. Well, there's precedent for it, Sam. You think about it, like. They had the the uh, Xbox reveal in the Game Awards, didn't they? That is true. That is oh, true. you're that is true. Ooh, All spicy. right, I cross my fingers for that. And that is all I got. E three, it's coming. It's real. Get hyped. Exactly. Yep. So I I have a question for everybody. What day? I feel like I know the answer, but what day is everyone the most excited for? June thirteenth. June thirteenth. Yeah, Juneteenth. Okay. I would also say June thirteenth. The only thing that would make me question that is that uh Take Two still has is still the one they're the ones working on or they, they own the developer of the next Bioshock, right? I'm not just making that shit up. I think so. They, just, I think they so. still have those rights. Yeah. Because that, God, that would be awesome. Another Bioshock would be really cool to see, man. And I think, I, I know I've seen somewhere that I'm pretty sure Bioshock, like, like they've confirmed that it's going to be at E3. But I could be wrong. There's City Scene. I think my second for, for days to be excited about is probably, like, the 15th. But more on that later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 13th my is definitely only... going to be very exciting. Yeah, I, the 13th is going to be great because Microsoft and Square Enix for me. The only thing with Square Enix I'm like a little worried about is that the titles they s- announced, they seem more Western-focused, so I'm kind of scared we're not going to see Final Fantasy at their event. Don't lose hope. Man, I sure hope not. Don't lose hope. I just want more of that 16. That Man. trailer last year got me so hyped. I just want to see more. Yeah, that trailer was pretty sick. Alright, well, let's move on to our next story, which is brought to you by me. Um, so, we're going to talk about big things like God of War and E3, and Polar's got this Fortnite story, whatever, those big things. Well, I found a diamond in the freaking rough. It's Concrete Genie. They, the developer, um, I lost it. Pixel Opus. Had a job posting. Well, I guess technically Sony Interactive Entertainment had a job posting for Pixel Opus, who was the developer of Concrete Genie, which was this like really cool game where you buy uh the whole thing was that you went around the city dealing with bullies and like paint graffiti and you used the the motion controls. Well you could. Um, it's like one of the only games that I didn't turn, ha- never turned the motion controls off for. Um, but it was like super visually cool, like interesting. 
Um, and I really liked it. I platinumed it. Pretty easy platinum. Uh, but they put up a job posting that caught my eye. I actually got saw this. Uh, Concrete Gene developers make a new PS5 game using Unreal Engine 5. This is from Jordan Oleman at IGN. This is where I first saw it. Then I clicked over to the job posting. And so it says they're working on a game. The position specialized in programming that centers around the graphics functionality of the PlayStation 5 and Unreal 5 game engine. Um, so that's cool. They're working with a new engine, which will just allow them to do even more visually like stunning and appealing things. Um, How about and the then, distance, though? And, and also, the uh, yeah, the stuff. I'm excited for what they can do with the DualSense. Um, whether that's focusing on motion controls or not, who knows? Um, but even like the haptics would be really cool. And then I, let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't, okay, yeah. So then, uh, I had a, before that in the job posting, it says, we are seeking a principal graphics programmer to contribute to our development process as we tackle exciting innovation and tendering opportunities through collaboration with Sony's Pictures Animation. Sony Pictures Animation is the maker of one of the best animated movies freaking ever and one of the best Spider-Man movies freaking ever. Um, Wait, it's a collab with them? They, they are collabing with the studio behind um, Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse. I'm not saying or even thinking that this is <laughs> well, I'm not thinking or saying that this is even like related to Spider-Man. Like I don't no. think that this is a Spider-Man game. I just think they happen Look to be working talent, with this. Though, bro. Hey, What's they also that? made Ed Films Open Season and Hotel Transylvania. I That's mean, it. Open season's lit. <laughs> Although yeah, open season was Aren't funny. there sequels to that one too? Yeah, there is, yeah. <laughs> oh god. I never saw the Hotel Transylvania, but it's got Adam Sandler, and it's got to be good. Um, yeah, so I'm very interested and intrigued in like what this is gonna be. Again, I it, I 100% do not think it's a Spider-Man game. Like I just thought it was cool that they're working with the the animation studio. Um, so I I and Unreal Five. I mean that. There's it's just so much potential game, there. With, it's gonna be yeah, a... it's gonna be an awesome looking game. Um, it's gonna be Surfs Up the game with a dope Del- art Del- style. <laughs> Did they make Surfs Up? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, imagine right. the they made, they made... water physics. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Imagine the water physics and how the light goes through the the tidal waves. Yeah, you could feel it on the dual sense. Yeah, let's but take no, the yeah. water directly from Surfs Up and put it in there. <laughs> yeah i'm really excited about what the possibilities of what this could be um and yeah i think it's gonna be a really cool looking game um with a really cool art style i have uh, two takeaways from this job posting yep. one is that my in progress uh bachelor's of science degree is not going to help me get this job <laughs> and, <laughs> and two you require have one or more published AAA console titles in your resume. Isn't that a subjective requirement? Like, who defines what is AAA or not? That or is that actual criteria? That's a that's a loftily requirement. 
Eesh. I mean, they just want someone with experience. Like you know it's how not it works, a, though. You know, it's not an entry, it's not an entry level job. Yeah, they they always overreach with their requirements, and yeah. oftentimes they'll kind of just settle with what they got, or the best candidate, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I I really do think it's gonna be. My big thing of that is obviously it's gonna be a really pretty game, and it's gonna have really hopefully creative gameplay hooks like with concrete genie so um that have any of you how many uh, any of you play concrete genie no me. a bit of it yeah yeah it, it obviously wasn't like you know this big huge game or anything um yeah i thought it i thought it had a pretty endearing story about bullying and i i just really liked the the visuals with the graffiti and everything. So the um, previous game they made was Entwined, right? I have no idea. So, uh, and that was like 2014, if I'm right, Pixel Opus. Um, but they've always had that kind of like really creative and unique visual style when it comes to like mm-hmm. uh, particle effects and things, uh, playing around with that and just making it beautiful. But um. It's always been like a an undertone with their with Entwined had like an undertone of like mental health kind of thing and mm. and this kind of takes the sort of the reins from that and takes it a, little, a step further and making it a little more obvious but yeah it'll be cool to see if they kind of also take that forward in like the story for the next one I don't know cool stuff man especially with yeah. the collaboration yeah that that's that's the most interesting part for me is that they're collaborating with the Sony Pictures Animation. I mean, um, that's where games are, dude. Yeah, and, and and they themselves have you know, with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, that's one of the most unique animation styles we've seen because you know, obviously the all the big animated movies are just fucking trying to be Pixar movies, right? Or are Pixar movies? Yeah, and they never really stray from you know, their, their style, so. Bring back 2D animation, man. What's that? Bring back 2D animation. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Yes, please. I wish, wish, like, Disney animation, not Pixar, I wish Disney animated studios would just freaking go back to 2D and just leave 3D to Pixar because they all just look the same. Have any of you seen, um, that, like, new Netflix, like, pseudo 2D, 3D movie? It's like, it was really popular, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about a family in a robot apocalypse. I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, I haven't seen it myself, I've heard like a lot of people like online talking about it, it's, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah, yeah, it Mitchells versus the Machines. It, it They sprinkle in a lot of 2D animation in really cool ways. I think that, mm. if you guys haven't seen that, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Have you, have you guys watched, uh... Uh, what is it called? Love, Death, Robots? Yeah, I've seen a clip. What's that? No, I haven't. I've only seen a clip. I've only seen a clip. Yeah, that, there's a lot of really cool art uh, animation styles in that, yeah, in that like show. Because each episode's... What's that? They, they kind of, they're kind of like co- collections, right? Yeah, yeah. Each episode's like completely separate from the other and has a completely different art style. And there's some... There's some really cool ones, um, and then there's some that just kind of look like they're trying to 
you know, be re super realistic, um, which is still cool, but, um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool anthology series that just dropped season two. I haven't watched it yet, but all right, let's move on to our final story, which is brought to you by Polar. This one is coming out of the presses for this morning, I believe. Um, and I guess kind of last oh, night, Lord. right? So oh, geez. looks like Fortnite chapter two uh, for season seven, they teased what looks to be, so the first teaser has the Butterbot, uh, and looks like they're going to be including Rick and Morty in this, uh, in this uh, new season. Um, and as well as Superman. So if you go to later down, there's um, the tease is like, it says something, it's got like glasses and it's like, makes you indistinguishable, unrecognizable, right? It makes the wearer unrecognizable and it's just like glasses. Uh, one, uh, cool to see more DC stuff in there. Um, I'm not as big a Rick and Morty fan as a lot of people are, but that's pretty big for Fortnite, which is kind of weird to say, but I feel like it's kind of cool too. The whole season seems to be seemed uh, themed around uh, aliens, and I guess people were getting abducted in the game leading up to oh, this season. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, now you say that. Uh, I'm uh, honestly, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see how how they play it out. I always like the implementations and like the limited time modes they put in there. I'm not really super into the skins because I just. I, I have a personal thing about cosmetics costing as much as they do in a lot of games, but another topic for another time. Um, Same, but I will say I did buy Master Chief. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And I'll probably buy um, uh, Mist, the Mistborn. Woo! So I, I am a, a, vi a victim of the cosmetic uh, trend thing here, but I really do hope, one... Give me actual Mistborn stuff and not just the skin. Um, or maybe make an actual freaking game, cowards. Anyways, uh, <laughs> seriously though, that would be such a good game. Uh, let let um, the team that does Dishonored do it, Arcane. Yep. Um, but this is really cool because possible Superman and possible Marvel and DC in Fortnite. And my questioning to you guys is, do you think anything will be saved from a Fortnite crossover at this point? Nintendo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> easy answer. <laughs> Is that an easy answer? There's no way uh, they're going to let their mascots like Mario or Link be in um, this hodgepodge of a game. No, come on. We can't be that sacred with it. Uh, man, I don't know. know. Nintendo already has their like own crossover stuff. I, I feel like hate that. I mean, I kind of like it, not... but I hate it because I'm not, I'm not the biggest Fortnite fan. But I really like seeing crossover stuff. Other than that, um, like, do you have any takeaways from this? Game. Sorry, this was from Wesley LeBlanc at IGN. I need to cite that. So, I mean, I don't watch Rick and Morty. I respect it. Me neither. people like it. They're good for them. Superman is cool. Um, again, I hope he's not just a skin, and you can like do some flying and heat vision. Yeah. And so stuff like that. Did you? Were you there for the the Thanos event? I I I watched um people play it. So I'm hoping they do something similar, and they get like 
Zod involved and a little more into Superman because we need some Superman in in the gaming space again. Yeah. I wish they Unfortunately, could do... that that was a movie tie-in, and DC's not getting anything close to that level anytime soon. <laughs> Man, it's disappointing because the comics are so good, and I like the villains so much more than Marvel personally. But, um, yeah, bigger discussion, but. I'm excited that Superman's coming, and D- more DC characters possibly. Uh, Rick and Morty, I, I could probably couldn't care less on that because, I mean, I don't hate Rick and Morty, but I tried watching some of it and it just wasn't for me. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is better. Oh yeah, I agree, man. Can I just say? <laughs> I don't want to get started on that, but yes, it, it does the same thing better. Uh, they're both fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Everyone will have their opinion on it. And I respect it for what it does, but in the same sense, like, I'm not uh, jumping out of my seat for Rick and Morty. Ark, do you have any takeaways? Yeah, Rick and Morty is, like, not a thing I pretend to understand. All I know is about that, that, chef, that, chef, that sauce at McDonald's situation a couple years back. I'm like, okay, well, uh... The Szechuan sauce. Yeah, that. I was like, okay, never knew anything with Nick, Rick and Morty. I like the memes uh, that come know. out of Rick, or, Rick and Morty more than Rick and Morty. But, uh... There's a pretty funny one. Yeah, the, the Pickle Rick one is kind of funny. The, the Butter Robot <laughs> bit was kind of funny when I watched that episode. Uh, it's the whole thing's like, hey, what's what's the purpose of my existence? And he's like, to butter my bread. Yeah, see, I just see memes about that. that yeah. I don't understand if like, the memes that came yeah, out. Yeah. And then for the Superman stuff, you know, Greg Miller's going to have a field day with that. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Uh, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, the residence, the Superman person. Uh, Post of E3, you know. I'm surprised they didn't mention it, but yeah. Um, Well, I didn't even know that was a thing until I read this story now. So So I'm I'm excited to see that, but I am a little worried that it's going to kind of like lose its appeal after they start adding just everything, you know? Like, is anything going to be surprising? The only thing, like you guys said, maybe is Nintendo. That would be surprising if it happens. But otherwise, I think at this point, it's kind of lost its surprise appeal. And that's it for Yeah, me. at this point, like... Yeah, at this point when they announced, like, uh, skins being added to Fortnite, I'm like, okay, cool. That's about it. Yeah. Nothing really surprising. Maybe make a new game. They played around with a ton of mechanics and stuff, but yeah, maybe make a new game, I don't know, that delves more into one of those properties. Remains to be seen, but I think I think that's kind of wraps it up for that one. Unless you have any thoughts, Sam? I do not. I don't play Fortnite, I don't watch Rick and Morty, and Superman's okay. Um, okay, we'll have a talk. Yeah, another <laughs> time, another time, yeah. <laughs> uh all right um so yeah let's move on to our main topic of the day which is uh since e3 is coming up um we decided that we were going to look back at some of our favorite e3 memories flashback um i don't know we're gonna do this i think we can just kind of discuss we don't really have to have like you know set set a limit or anything um but i will start off by saying 
Um, I haven't really, you know, I've only been watching E3, like, live, like, for the past couple years. Um, that's three, uh, probably 2017 might have been my first one that I watched live, or 2016. Um, so, one of my favorite memories was fucking... It's just so stupid, too, but, uh... 2000 Bethesda's E3 conference 2018. First off, started off with fucking this guy come out and rocking, uh, and screaming, "Are you ready to rage?" Um, I was not ready to rage. Oh I, don't my God. You, I don't know if any of you remember that shit. I do. Uh, <laughs> Are you ready to rage? Because that that <laughs> that was the year that like Rage Two was the main focus of their no event way. for some reason. But uh, but also, my boy Todd Howard came out and talked about fucking Fault 76 for who knows how long. Um, and I couldn't fucking care less um, about that. But then he talked, and then he talked about um, pro- their second best mobile game that they've made, uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. Uh, but then at the end. So Howard, Todd Howard was like, you know what? We're going to do something we haven't done before and talk about games that are coming out not within the next fucking 10 years. And those two games were Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6. I just remember sitting, because this was like one of the few that I actually got to watch as it was happening. Because like a lot of times, even when I was watching as it, like watching E3, I say live, but it was most mostly like I would watch the press conference like maybe right after it happened or like a couple hours after it happened. Um, but this was one of the ones I got to watch actually as it was happening. And they dropped the Starfield trailer and it was like, okay, that looks pretty cool. I'm excited that they're going to be working on like another single player game uh, after this Fallout 76 thing. Um... And then he said, we have one more fucking thing. And then he dropped the 20-second trailer that I've watched so many goddamn times for Elder Scrolls 6. No no title. Didn't need it. Chills, chills, chills. Great, great moment. Dude, a week before that conference, I think, I was, like, just... I was making bets with my high school friends about what we're going to see at E3. And... One of them was Elder Scrolls Six being announced, and so I said it would be announced, and someone said no, it won't be. And so, as punishment, the loser of the bet would have to eat a whole habanero pepper, which I don't know if you ever had. It's like crazy fucking hot. <laughs> and then it got announced, and then he did indeed eat a habanero pepper at our next barbecue. So like, man, that was sweet victory. <laughs> so he ate crow in the most. Fitting way. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was uh, screaming. Or at least going like, ah! It's like, it's mixed feelings. Like, yes, he's eating a, right. like, solid pain, but his dream's gonna, his dream's coming true. Yeah, that's a bittersweet one, for sure. <laughs> that, I remember that, man. I, I do think that that was one of the bigger ones. And it's weird to think because it is so close, right? Or it feels close to me, that announcement. Um, yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah, no, they're just, it was hampered by like, well, the the Fallout 76 stuff. And I'm like, damn, it's a good thing they they announced this Elder Scrolls thing because that Fallout 6 presentation, man. That was awful. That was a struggle to get through. Yeah. And then they followed up with fucking Elder Scrolls Blades, and I was like, oh my okay. god. <laughs> Look, I like, forgot uh, about that. They also had Rage 2 in the same show. Yeah. Was this was this the year with like the random guy in the crowd cheering for everything they showed? Yeah. Yep, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, it was just like, as a mainline Elder Scrolls fan, like, huge, huge fan, I was just like so demoralized that entire press conference especially after they st- they mentioned elder scrolls and they're like mobile game and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like, like next you're gonna tell me that you you went over and you just slapped my mom or something like <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad and then they were like and then they 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 got me man they got me excited and like yeah, I I jumped out of my seat after the Starfield thing when he said we have one more thing to show you. I literally jumped out of my chair and was like, "Fuck yes!" Like, there's only one thing it could possibly be. And then it didn't have a title, and I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks." But I mean, real quick, what what do you think? It I, I know it's like a rabbit hole. But where do you think the region is gonna be? Given that Elder Scrolls Online is just, like, all-encompassing. It's, it's probably going to be High Rock and Hammerfell. It's not what I want it to be, but it's no. probably what they'll make us They'll make us like it, though, and I'll probably play, like, 150 hours of it. I wish it was in Valenwood, because I want, I want a lot of trees, but... That would really be cool. And they could, they could make it look really pretty with their new yeah. engine, hopefully. Um... I don't know. Did you guys have one that you wanted to go right off the bat? Yeah, I got, I got one. Um, can I go? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, so I got a few memories. Some minor ones being 2013 for Microsoft. That dude just like announcing Pebble Two in the most enthusiastic, bombastic way I've ever seen. I don't know if any of you guys I mean, know what I'm talking you, about. Have you played Pebble Two? I've watched a lot of it. <laughs> it's it's it was That's definitely fun. fitting of the. I know what you're talking about. It was definitely fitting of of Peggle too. So, um, I I remember it. But continue. Um and also, the first mention of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with Andrew and A in the crowd with that dude. <laughs> so I was, I'm sure he's a great guy, but it just looked incredibly awkward on screen. The memes um, are like the almost the better than the games at those shows. <laughs> But for real, I got two really memorable moments. Um, one's really awesome, and one's just like hilarious. My one of my favorite moments is the Halo Infinite reveal, or more specifically, the engine reveal, because before then we haven't had a lick of like a new Halo in forever. And then I I think it was twenty nineteen. Um. It, we just see this trailer of of a game that just has like these open fields and like water waves and sand and all these different environments and we see like these soldiers and then it's not explicitly Halo until you see the Warthog and the blue beam in the sky and Master Chief's helmet 
and then you just get like the the, the piano notes hit and the the music starts to escalate and then we see the title Halo Infinite and I, I lost my shit because it looked like a return to form. And the fact that it was called Halo Infinite caused so much like speculation. As in, is this the next is this Halo Six or is this a spin-off? Uh no one really knew until a bit later. But as a Halo fan, that gave me a lot of satisfaction. I don't know if it hit for any of you nearly as much. What's um Definitely not. What's the ten second <laughs> update on Halo Infinite real quick, Gaff? Uh they did not do a monthly update uh for May because they're they got E three coming up, so they postponed it. So okay. we got nothing new. Since. Okay. I just know that you're you're kind of in the know more even more than I am. So mm-hmm. um, no, I got that down. Dude, I I gotta say that that's that's one of mine as well, because you hadn't heard anything. I don't know. You, it just felt like, like you said, a return to form with how they were presenting it. So, we can hope that that's what it ends up being. Um, and then, um, sorry, did you have anything more to say about Halo? No, no, no. Halo looks great. So. And then my second most memorable moment is I think it's 2015 for Nintendo's. Back when they still did, like, back when they called it conferences, I think, um, it opened with the fucking Muppets. Uh, it was Iwata and Miyamoto in Muppet form. You guys know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, I remember this. That was great. It was so weird, <laughs> but it was really cool and just so unique and, de- and definitely memorable because I'm talking about it right now. And they stuck to that that format for their entire presentation. They committed to it. And I thought, oh boy, this is going to be a good one. And man, I think it was one of their worst years ever because uh, I think, did they show off Star Fox? Uh, was it Star Fox Zero? Is that what the Wii U game was called? So, um, yeah, Star Fox yeah. Zero, yeah. And like, that, that was supposed to be like, the latest and greatest Star Fox game, and it just didn't look like a modern game. They shut off the first look of Animal Crossing content on a console ever, and it was a board game. Oh. It was a lot of disappointment. <laughs> it had Muppets, so who am I to complain? <laughs> all right. That's all for hey, me. Man, the, the one game they shut off that I enjoyed, Xenoblade Chronicles X. That game fucking great. I oh, yeah. Brought over to the fucking Switch, which, you know, probably won't happen. We have to have a discussion about that arc. Oh, do you like that game, too? I love that game, man. <laughs> so oh, my God. I'm not alone. I love Xenoblade, dude. And I loved X as well. So um, it's a travesty. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. Dude, Xenoblade, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's like an hour in itself discussion. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyways. I think I'm bringing up the big guns today. All right, the E3, my favorite memory, sophomore, my sophomore year, I'm pretty sure. Sony E3 2013. That entire, just that almost that entire conference with oh. them just dunking on Microsoft with their fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> bullshit yeah. back then. This is how you share games, shit. <laughs> Seeing the PS4 for the first time, the the price announcement, all that shit. But that's not what I want to talk about the most. I want to talk about fucking 
motherfucking Tetsuya Nomura walking up, well, not walking up on stage, he was, like, was, like, in a video, just fucking dropping the trailer for Final Fantasy Versus 13, announcing it, it's Final Fantasy 15, and then right after that, being like, yo, Kingdom Hearts 3, finally in full, full development. Granted, that shit took fucking forever to come out, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, we dude. eventually got it. And then same thing with, with uh, Final Fantasy, eh, it's okay, I wouldn't put it up as my favorite Kingdom Hearts, but I enjoyed it. Um, and then Final Fantasy 15, obviously, uh, there's uh, stories with like game's troll development. Um, not not the greatest Final Fantasy game. Kind of wish they uh, they went back to Versus 13. I want to see like how that game was like originally meant to be when they first announced it. And uh, and then they finished their show off with uh, Destiny. And say what you want about it, but that fucking tr- gameplay they showed. Oh boy, was uh, I you, super excited for that took, shit. You took one of my hype moments, but yeah. What the fuck? Like, oh, like, oh my god. That, just that entire conference is like what basically sold me on a PS4. Like, I was gonna get one either way at the time, but I was like, oh man, I gotta get a PS4. Fucking Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Infamous Second Son. Like, wow, that game wasn't as good either, but I was like, <laughs> oh man, all this shit. Sony's going fucking hard. And just all. The entire E3 2013 was like, I think it's like one of Sony's best conferences tied with, uh, I think, 2015, right? When they un- announced uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake as well? I think <laughs> that's what it was. That was 2015, yeah. Was that 2015? Whole... Yeah. Well, yeah. 2013 and 2015, I don't think can be beat for Sony. Like, those were the uh... fucking conferences for me. Yeah, I was in, I was in grade 8 for that conference. <laughs> Yeah, Man, that was it. I was fucking sophomore year. I can't. That was an it. interesting day on the the school playground. Let me tell you, as an Xbox. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And like back then, I was like, oh man, why the fuck would you buy an Xbox? Oh, like I was that God. kind of kid. Xbox my friend that Xbox. so lambasted, dude. Okay, man. I mean, for good reason too. You know, like it's not un unwarranted. Don Matrick, bro, like, what are you doing? Yeah. If my, you don't have friend, internet, we have a product uh, for you, Xbox 360. Oh, that was, that was say, terrible. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell the story, story. My friend, um, he was always a Sony guy. And then back during uh, grade 8, 2013, they were eating lunch in the cafeteria. And then I guess someone yelled out, oh, Xbox is better than PlayStation. And then my friend threw a grape at him, like across the cafeteria. Those are fighting words, apparently. <laughs> I mean, agreed. Yeah, just like kid me, you know, it was like the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan. I was like, holy shit, Kingdom Hearts three <laughs> finally announced, it's finally happening. Dude, my like, brother you know, was freaking later. out when that came. I was out. too. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Little did you know. I mean, I was excited. I wasn't freaking out as much as my brother, but yeah. Like while you guys were talking about your like your like uh, memories, I was like literally looking through the videos again. I'm like, oh man, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, me, Polar, you got any? Let me comment on 2015. All right, let's go back to a time where um, where there was still crowd interaction. All right. Oh <laughs> man. Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember 2015, the Ubisoft conference with Aisha Tyler. Didn't yeah. see that one. So did. did you? So she goes and she's they're they're talking about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I think it was. 
uh, at the time, and they have this this cosplayer dressed up in like planted in the audience, obviously. Um, and they gave him like a script or whatever, and then, uh, but she she kind of jukes that right, and she's like, she walks up to him and she's talking about how um, he plays Jacob Fry, right? The, the the cosplayer, and she walks up to him, and she's like, all right, now make a meme. And he just kind of gives her this look like, uh, that's oh. not happening. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> it was oh so God. awkward, man. And then she's like, guys with rickets are cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> sounds awful. And then she's like, uh, she starts like signaling to the camera, basically. It was like, what's up next? <laughs> Okay, so that was like the meme one. Um, my most hype, I think, came from when they first showed off the uh, the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't there for that. Oh, I don't think I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I started That's watching. That's dating me a little bit there, but uh, I was watching on G four, I think, at the time. It was still a thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember, like, like what the hell is that? Because um, like, I grew up on GameCube with my brother, and I'm like, dude, uh, I'm so over Nintendo and these gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> and even, even back then, right? Uh, I don't remember the year exactly, but even back then, I was like, man, where's the graphics? They're, they look like they're stuck in uh, Nintendo 64 or still, blah, blah. But then, you know, I saw what they started to do with it. Uh, like, they were playing drums, and, like, I was like, that is the coolest thing in the world. I need to get it day Wait, one. Was that the with, Wii Music presentation? I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it was a wreck, but the concept really appealed to me, right? Like, because uh, I know, like, even then I knew, like, these are, these are all staged and a lot of things. Like, there was way more glitches and technical mishaps back then than there is now. So, um that was just hilarious. And then, uh, sorry, one more that I have is, like, Peter Moore. Um, do you guys remember who, who Peter Moore is? He's the Fable guy, right? Yeah, he was associated with the 360 a lot. Um, uh, I think it was, like, 2006. Oh, I know this guy. And it was, like, this big announcement of GTA 4, I think it was, on the 360. And so he, he to announce it or something, he pulls up his sleeve... And it says GTA 4 on a tattoo. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. Grand Theft Auto, finally. And then they showed off like the gameplay for it. And I'm like, this is going to be the greatest game ever. And it was really great. But That's pretty baller. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was like, man, that's impressive, the tattoo. That's dedication. <laughs> oh, there was also... <laughs> did you guys remember seeing those demos with like... Um, with the Kinect? Did you ever see any of those? With oh, with the, I saw the the one with the connectables. Yeah, yeah. With like they had like this this AI that was reacting to people with the connectables. Oh, I, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah, yeah. Xbox One, right? Yeah, like kids on yeah, stage, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was like Milo, and they were like having conversation with this artificial intelligence, and that was really cool to see. Like nothing ever came of it, but like just the idea that it, you could have that interaction with games was really really fucking cool but um yeah 
One more I'll give is the obviously the Keanu Reeves one. You're breathtaking, you know. You're oh, breathtaking. And you know, thank God you said that. Keanu Reeves <laughs> in anything, man. Just give me Keanu Reeves. Yo, that was that I, was crazy. I was literally I was watching that on my phone at work when that happened. And I was like watching the trailer. I'm like, oh, Keanu Reeves is in the fucking game. That's cool. And then my friend comes over, and I I I like put my phone down. And then my friend came over. We was looking at my phone. And he's like, Sam, Sam, Keanu Reeves is there. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) God, it was yeah. That was fucking nuts, man. (laughs) You can't pay for that kind of marketing. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, he was hot. He like, really was, man. Still is. Yeah. Uh, on oh, a man, side I wanna... note, I'm excited for uh, the next John Wick and Matrix. Oh, yeah. I want to go back to Sony's 2015 E3 conference that we were talking about earlier. I just want to list off the announcements they had there. This is, some, this is another that blockbuster was one. Wasn't that a big one? Yeah. yeah. The Last Guardian re-reveal. Horizon Zero Dawn gameplay. Shit. No Man's Sky gameplay, which granted at the time, you know, fucking No Man's Sky wasn't great, but now it's really great. Uh, Destiny the Taken King, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Shenmue 3, Batman Arkham Knight, uh, Black Ops 3, whatever, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Uncharted 4. Wait, the original That's Battlefront a... was announced there? Yeah, I guess so. Or gameplay, <laughs> at least. I'm looking for like timestamps. What a crazy year, man. Wait, yeah. Uncharted 4? Yeah, the, yeah, like they that... showed gameplay. I don't, they, oh, I don't think I was, it was announcing was... like gameplay. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's the year that came out, isn't it? 20... Yeah, they it had a short lead-up, I think. Or 2016. Yeah. With, yeah. With 4, and one... yeah, and just one more I want to throw out there. Uh, the Fantasy Star Online 2 trailer from Xboxes at 2019. I didn't fucking realize it at first, because like, I saw the guy's back, and it looked like he had a Tron disc on his back, and I was like, is this a new Tron game? <laughs> and then once like then once I, the trailer kept going on, I was like, "Oh shit, no! This is fucking Fancy Star. What the fuck?" I jumped out of my chair. And I was the like, "Holy shit!" For that one was pretty hype, dude. I'm not gonna, yeah. Yeah. So, but like, I'm like, is that Tron? I'm like, what the fuck was dude, I thinking, Tron? Let me let me take you back a little bit. One more I want to touch on. I know we're running a bit longer, but I want to. Uh, is the first reveal of Guitar Hero, man? When was that, man? Dude, I, I don't I'll have to look it up. I think it was like 2006, <laughs> if I'm right. 2000, you know, it was like 360 days. Um, yeah, it was. So, but it was wild, dude. It There was n- nothing like that at that point. Um, and Guitar Hero was such a big, like, I was just getting into guitar at the time. Um, and I'm like, Oh my god, it's like Dance Dance Revolution, but with guitars. And they had like four people all playing together, and I'm like, this is the greatest shit ever. And it was, and I played it for... Guitar Hero shaped my taste in music, so... They had great soundtracks to start. Yeah, that was like probably my most played game on PlayStation 2. It's how how I discovered Linkin Park. I thank Guitar Hero for that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bands I can thank for like in credit, uh, Guitar Hero for introducing me to. It was a really important game, and I'm I'm excited and happy to see like Harmonix still messing with that kind of stuff. At least, I don't know. I I, I kind of just wish we would get. 
a better version of it. I know it's a different landscape now, as far as like how they release it in the peripherals and stuff, but I still think there's something to that music game thing. Yeah, it's such a good party game, man. And yeah. I wish I still had one. Oh man, but it was so it was so awesome. And like those kind of look weird to see, but when I when I saw them actually playing the game and it was like the actual music, right from from the artists, which was big back then. Uh, like the full songs and they had like 50 to 60 tracks on the game and I'm like this let's go <laughs> um probably one of the more memorable moments and I'm like dude I'm getting that day one I don't care what's what's going on with that um did you guys have a game that was that way you're like there's no doubt in my mind I am absolutely getting this no matter what uh like a whole bunch of that lot of games <laughs> i mean i mean you know what i'm saying like because yeah, exactly. there's like you you already know like i felt like i was already playing guitar hero <laughs> you know in, in mm-hmm. succession of actually having it i get for me it was halo 4 way back then like where you kind of fantasize about playing the game before it's even out right like yeah it's like because it, for me it was like i even dreamt about playing the game before it came out like i was like as like a weird thing but it's like I'm already playing that game. I can I can see into the future. Um, I don't know. That's that. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like about E3 a lot too. Yeah, I guess Kingdom Hearts three for me. Like I was like you know like after Kingdom Hearts two, everyone's like, oh man, where's the third game? And I'm like, uh, like it is just so stupid me to say now. I'm like, oh man, like I was like, oh man, I gotta make sure I, I live long enough to see Kingdom Hearts three. Like, right. I, it's, it's a stupid thing to say. No, but, like, I think I'm that's like, realistic with how hey, Squeenix does games. Dude. I'm saying that about Elder Scrolls Six. I better live long enough for that shit. I had, yeah, I was the same way with like, uh, what was it? It's kind of ridiculous because it, it it is a, a like a a kid thing to think like, uh, I better make it to the the console release when it comes out in two years or whatever. Yeah. So so I have had that. Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to call out one more Ethan moment. I can't believe I almost forgot about this, but everyone is here for Smash Bros. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I I can't. Well, uh, well, Nintendo in general, right? man. I love Breath of the Wild was a pretty big one too. Yeah, not it's not the E3 trailer, but the uh, that Switch announcement trailer when they showed the Breath of the Wild release date. That trailer. I go back and watch it every now and then. I'm just like, oh man, this is like the fucking best video game trailer ever. It's like that's like that's a good idea that. for a future topic. Is like best trailer in general. Um, but I think we've talked enough about the past E3. Um, hopefully, we can make some more memories this E3 um, in the next week or so. Um, but let's move on to our once weekly segment this is the last time that it will be weekly um game class or plays going to become more of a one one of several rotating segments that um we will start doing next week or the week after depending on what our episode looks like next week with the three happening um so yeah this is the last weekly version of game pass or play and this week it was donut city and I believe Gaff has Don't some fun county. facts. <laughs> Donut County. Gaff, <laughs> yeah, do you have some fun facts? 
Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I do. So, Donuts and Fun Facts, it was designed by indie developer Ben Esposito, released for iOS, Mac, PS4, and Windows on August 28, 2018, and then Xbox One, Nintendo Switch on December 1st, 2018. So, originally, it was going to be called Kachina. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry. Kachina. Based on the Native American spirit beings that personify nature. Due to Ben Esposito's inspiration of Hopi doll sculptures. However, he did receive criticism um, of his treatment of Hopi culture from uh, groups online. So I guess due to that backlash, he abandoned the theme and culture. Um, And Donuts, so Donut County, which is its proper name, also took inspiration from any game windowsills art style, Los Angeles's high density of donut shops, and locations from Bruce Springsteen songs such as Asbury Park and the New Jersey Turnpike. That's pretty cool. Um, I, uh, one, just one personal thought. It's a shame that uh, the Native American theme got got dropped. Um, I mean, if he wasn't doing it well, then it's fair to take that out. I just wish he could have then done it well then instead of pushing yeah. through. Um, but that's my personal thing. Yeah, I agree. I wish he would have been able to, like, I, I feel like if he got criticized for his treatment, he should have just made the treatment better and adapted it to fit the culture better mm-hmm. instead of completely changing direction. Because that would have been really cool, because I feel like we don't get to see that a lot, Native American yeah. culture. So. No, there's, there's, a, there's one about, like, a girl and, like, a fox. I can't remember what it was called. It was, like, a PlayStation Plus game at one point. It was based on, like, um... Uh, Eskimo culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but you don't, you really don't see too many games explore that because it is a sensitive uh, topic to get right. So, yeah, I have to say, it probably would have made this game way more interesting than it was because, man, I was very bored of like the premise. A few missions in, it got pretty old pretty quickly <laughs> and you didn't like um eating everything i mean i don't know and then they like they they tried to add in the catapult which made it like a little bit more interesting but i i don't know i i got pretty bored with the, with what was what was happening and what you were doing pretty quickly it was just ended up being like the same you just kept going around and making your hole bigger. <laughs> and like, I kind of liked the, I kind of liked the little story, but it was, it, I don't know, it just seems so, like, fucking stupid. Like, it was... <laughs> the quadcopter, all in the name of the quadcopter. Man. Yeah, and, like, I feel like, I don't know, it just fucking rammed you over the head with what it was trying to say, like, you know, like, teaching the raccoon a lesson and shit like it was i don't know it wasn't the worst two hours i've ever spent but (laughs) i definitely could have spent it doing something else like playing mass effect andromeda (laughs) there's an argument to be made that that would have me disagree with that but yeah um so do we want we just want to give our like 
like uh, verdicts real quick because I don't think it's a super long game. Uh, not a whole lot to, to add or touch on there. I have a, f- a few things that I, I want to add, but um, do either of you guys want to go first? I'm sorry. I, I didn't get to play it. Mm. Okay. Not really. Yeah, I don't have like anything to add. Really, like I play, I played it literally before this podcast started and finished it. It's like it's it is really short. It's like two hours ish. I mean, the gameplay is pretty simple. You're, you're like a hole going around eating up stuff to get bigger to eat like other stuff. And the story, I really couldn't tell you like what the point of it was. It just I guess the. The the raccoon runs a donut shop that's apparently not donuts but holes instead. I don't I don't know exactly understand it. Because the friendship is was, valuable, Ark. The point was that the raccoon was doing shit and it wasn't affecting him, so he didn't see the consequences of his actions, and then it started to affect him and he's like, Oh shit. And then the one guy like broke his fucking helicopter thing. And I'm just spoiling the whole game. And then you fought a really out of place, difficult boss. Was it really that hard? Or was it simple? Well, dude, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, Polar, you thought that was hard? (laughs) Who thought it was hard? Fucking easy as shit. No, I know, but I just thought someone said it was harder and out of place. I I must have misread that. Yeah. Um, No. Uh, what was hard for me, so I, I, for me, I watched my son play through the game, uh, for most of the context, but I then played, like, about an hour and, like, 15 minutes, right, on my own, just to kind of get uh, familiar with the mechanics and stuff, and actually play it, and I, I helped him out with the boss fight, and so maybe, maybe that's where I kind of think, like, oh, where, where is this spike in difficulty, I guess you could say, versus the other parts of the game. It wasn't hard, but it definitely... Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, it's the o- it's the only time where you can, like, lose. Yeah, and you had to think about, like... Yeah, I'm assuming you can lose. I don't know what happened A combination of a few things where you launched, like, his rockets back at him or whatever, and... Yeah. I mean, that was kind of clever, though. Uh, my few takeaways, um... They drove the concept into the ground, pun intended. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Really, though, they did. Um, and the length, if it was any longer, I don't think it would have gotten as much good critical reception as it did. Cause... It's got good critical reception? Yeah. As far yeah. as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I think it was... I think... Clever... No, it's an indie game. It's like a cleverish indie game. And but, the narrative uh, wasn't yeah, bad. Think... The writing was good. The narrative overall I didn't really like, but the writing was pretty good. Yeah, I think this is like a game that's more, like more meant for mobile, where you pick it up and play it, right. and then like do maybe do level by level when you have free time. Not like do it all in one sitting. I don't suggest marathoning the game. Oh, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you played, Ark? You played it in like sessions? Uh, no, I played it in one sitting. I played it all today. Yeah. yeah see, I don't know, man. I I played it in. Uh, different sessions so that might might have changed my approach to the video game and i also didn't actually like go through it all but i definitely experienced all of it because i basically played it twice kind of i i did enjoy like how towards the end like it was like getting more puzzle based but i feel like they didn't do enough of that right i think they needed a little bit more 
a little more difficulty in some some areas. A little more uh, three dimensional thinking would have been nice. Yeah, um, I feel like you didn't use the catapult nearly enough. For sure. Yeah. The popcorn like they introduced thing is cool. it and then you barely use it. What's that? The some of the pot like some of the mechanics oh, that they did, the popcorn. combinations of stuff were kind of fun to play with, right? At first. Yeah, I wish there was more than that more, yeah. more of that. Yeah, like the one with like the when you had snake. water in the hole, like yeah, that stuff too. Like having water in the hole and having to like bring it to a bird and suck it up so you can like keep uh eating oh, other yeah. stuff was like pretty interesting. Some of, yeah, so a lot of that stuff was was pretty clever. Um but it but it did end up boiling down to being a gimmick. Um and one that obviously overstayed its welcome for you guys, I think. Uh but it, it had it had some good writing. That's what I liked about it. Um a lot of the combinations, like the popcorn, like I was saying, and the, the hot air balloon and some a few clever takeaways for ideas that the whole could do and then um those were my good parts of it. I still think it's a play, personally, but... This is one of those times where I wish we had, like, an in-between. Because right. I don't want to say the game is bad because, you know, it's like an indie game. And, like, it is what it is, you know? But, like, at the same time, I wouldn't say, like, to go out and play if you... So it's a must-play, you know? If you have two hours where you know you're not going to fucking do literally anything... <laughs> then play the game. That's a good. But if you don't sense. have those two hours, then don't play the game. <laughs> if you have another game you want to play, then play that game, not this one. Yeah, and like, it, it, it's like all subjective, you know. It also depends, yeah. like, like yeah. what, like, what exactly we're reviewing against it. Are we like reviewing indie games the same caliber, or are we reviewing oh. like? No, I'm straight like, up comparing it to the God entire. Of War. <laughs> oh no no <laughs> well, God of War isn't on Game Pass so you can't really compare uh, that uh, <laughs> but like I'm saying like do we compare it like to the entire library of Game Pass because if so you probably I think, get I think that's a fair point it, you know? yeah I think we should we should consider availability as far as time goes because that's that's kind of the spirit of this is to, to help narrow down what is worth checking out and what's worth the time versus other stuff right yeah, like if you're if you're someone who like goes around and playing these like different indie games, then yeah, I would say sure, give it a check it out and play it. But like if you're someone with Game Pass looking for something new to play, and something like new and big, I would say probably skip it. Just depends on your taste basically. It's a That's why I wish we had in between. Right. I mean I say up to you, right? <laughs> okay. Listen here. Alright, here we go. Here's if you have, don't don't play Donut County, because instead go and play What Remains of Edith Finch, which is on Game okay. Pass, because right, that right. is a much better use of your time than Donut County. I'll is agree. that from the same dev? I think it's from the same dev, right? It, it's the it's, it's Annapurna. From the same... It, it's same publisher. Oh, okay, publisher. Um, but it is a it's developed it's by Giant game. Sparrow, and it's an indie game. And it's it about is... three to four hours, right? Yeah, it's yeah, so it's longer than Donut County, but it is masterpiece, dude. That that game is a masterpiece. Yeah, it is a straight up, in my mind, a ten out of ten. Um, I don't like to rate things on number scale, but if I did, it would be a ten out of ten. This is one of my favorite games that's like under five hours for sure. So so um, so in uh in in summary uh, Donut County is a 
a pass because there's better better games, right? In my opinion, yeah. But you guys can have. I, I think I agree, man. I, I, yeah, I kind of turned on that one, yeah. I would say I agree. With the only, if we only had to pick like one option, then yeah, I would say the pass. Yep. I'm the same. But only because there are things doing things doing better things from the same publisher and on Game Pass and the same month, so. That game's so good. It but is. anyway. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Xtenerat. That is the la- next next week we'll return. We still haven't really figured out what we're going to do next week with E3. We are planning on reacting. Um, yeah, Sunday for the Microsoft uh, and Bethesda. Um, yeah. For the 13th, uh, keep your eyes peeled on uh, the socials for Twitter. Uh, we'll be, we'll, we should be updating on that um, relatively soon. Yeah, and um, and also since this was the last uh, weekly version of X or Play, um, we aren't going to pick a game right for the next one. No. We're just not going to pick a game for the next one. Yeah, but we can or maybe we should. For next week, what, uh, what would it be? Would it be easy to? Click the button just to see what you know what? the next game. I, I think we should pick. I think we. I think we should pick the game, but not discuss. Like it will be in a few episodes when we discuss it. Just not next week. Just so we know what we're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. So I'm hitting the time. surprise me button. It is loading. All right. Let me make sure this is on all platforms. Um. Okay, it looks like it is. Bleeding Edge. Uh, is that game still uh, playable? <laughs> I wonder if the servers are still online for that. I think Maybe servers not. are still up, but finding a match would probably be the harder part. Yeah, How right about we all just fight each other? Let's just, just do one match. Yeah, we'll do a private match, yeah. Oh, then yeah. Is, it, cro- is it crossplay? No, I think it is, yeah. Sure. Are we gonna do that, or should I go with the other game that I just brought up? I'm I'm willing to commit to fighting each other. Okay. Yeah, let's good go because the it. other game I brought up was PC yeah. only. So, uh, okay. okay, so it is Bleeding Edge will be our next game uh, for Game Pass or Play, but we will not be doing that next week or probably the following week because we are going to start doing a rotating segment. We still haven't exactly figured out what those are going to look like, um, but we just thought. Though game pass or play kind of we like it we like the idea of it but we wanted to not do it so often and not feel like we had to play it a specific game every week um especially when i'm addicted to uh mass effect again and when there's other games to play maybe it'll pick back Um, up when the craziness dies down a little bit too yeah it's starting to get busy with game releases so um so yeah, so that that will be we will have a segment at the end um every week. It will just be rotating, different, mix it up a little bit. Um but yeah, so that has been this episode of X to Interact. I've been Sam. I've been Taylor. I'm Mark. Bye bye guys. Bye. bye. Follow us on Twitter at InteractX2. We gotta find that guy. <laughs>